Yo, welcome, 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 welcome to episode nine of Palm Tree Chronicles. We are walking on sunshine right now. Walking on sunshine. It's a. It's been a wonderful week. It's been a wonderful week. Walking on sunshine. Wonderful. That's my jam, you, boy. Yeah, you see, he still That feels is my jam. Jam. We jamming it out. We old school fellas. We, right. we we get it in. We have a good time. Um, as you know, my name is Jose Walker, uh, a.k.a. Hollywood Jack. Mm. Mr. Massage got on punishment this week. He got to go send some emails or some shit. He, uh-huh. Business needs to keep going. So, you know, I'm here. You know, Hollywood Jack is in the building. You know, we don't have a good motherfucking time. Mm-hmm. We got some real shit to talk about. Yes, we do. We got some bullshit to talk about. Yes, we do. And we got some fun shit to talk about. Yes, we do. But, you know, as usual, my my, my co-host, Mr. Smitty Smith, is here today. Hello, wonderful people. With a fresh haircut. Fresh. fresh. All, all the way lined up. All the way. Looking clean in the motherfucker Ooh-wee. right now. If we, you see me now. If you can see him now, this shit would be That head would be shining, boy. Shining, 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 shining. You got it, right? Right. I don't hit those notes. Not at all. But, um, you know, this week's episode is all about value my time. Yes, sir. You hear me? I'm going to say it one more time for people in the back. Value my time. Time. We talk yes. about a lot about entrepreneurship here. We talk a lot about being a small business here. And we have to put value on time. Because if you don't put value on time, you're wasting money. Yes. And or energy. Energy, money, everything. You spitting that shit out. You just letting it go. And just ah I I I do this as a hobby. If you don't put a value on time, you're just doing this shit as a hobby. All right. And, and we, we we serious about it. Um, but I'm going to let Mr. Smitty Smith chime in because, you know, this is my brother. We about to yes, ha- make this shit happen. Yes, sir. But before we get into that, how was your week? We didn't even talk about you that. You guys introduce yourself first, bro. Oh, did, did. Oh, we did. I already did. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Smitty, Smitty Smith. Uh, I am here with my co-host and partner. Uh, Mr. Uh, Hollywood Jack, as he want to call himself today. And you know it. And we out here kicking it, having a good time in this wonderful location that we are uh, in right now shooting our podcast. I swear we'll never shoot the same podcast back-to-back weeks in the same location. We move. We mobile. We, mo- we definitely we, mobile with the I'm podcast. a mobile therapist. <laughs> yes. You're, you're a mobile marketer. <laughs> we on, we always, on the move. We always on the move, so that's always good. Uh, hell yeah, man! How how was your week, man? Uh, my week was great. My week was actually it was it was no. Let me take it back. My uh-huh. week was hectic as hell. I had to make magic happen this week. Yes, and I pulled it off. That's why I'm going by Hollywood Jack today because uh-huh. I did Hollywood stunts to make this week happen. Yes, I did because it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, clients, money, uh-huh. life. Yes. That word life balances, you know, that shit. A little off? Little, little, try to get off. Uh-huh. But you know, I stay on the pendulum, so I'm always rocking left yeah, and right. Right, right. Okay. That's but they can't job. nobody knock me off, you know, my square. 
There you go. You know what I'm saying? So if shit happens, and um, I just got shit done. As, as a business owner, you got to just get shit done. Nobody, as a small business owner, you definitely got to take accountability yes. for anything that goes wrong because you are technically in charge of your goddamn self. Yes, you are. Yes, so you are. until you until you reach that part where, part where you got people under you, where you become a true entrepreneur, yes, you are just you you working to get yourself in the right space. Right. So I had to work myself to get myself in the right mind space, physical space, and brand space where I was doing everything that I'm supposed to do, everything that I'm learning to do. And putting the value on what the things that I offer, and not only the things I offer, but the time that I offer. Yes. So it was a wonderful week. It was a learn. It was a learning week. Man, that was very comprehensive. There we go. That was very <laughs> comprehensive. I wasn't expecting that response. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, my week was was good. Um, I had uh, let's see, let's see. I had from our last podcast when we talked about pitches and stuff like that. I was able to book. Uh, uh, four meetings uh, this past week uh, with different uh, with different type of markets of, uh, of people, uh, which was great. Um, I feel confident going into all of them and leaving there confident as well. Um, I got two people that's uh, that's probably going to go ahead and come and come over and join the gang um, and let us help them help them out and uh, get their uh, vision out there for the world to see. So it's been it's been good, man. It's definitely been good, good, good week. Um, the thing is with it when I was so because I have a a goal that I want to at least have like at least two appointments every every week on average. I got the same goal. Yeah, I got least, two new clients every every yeah. week, right? And what I did was I was so gun ho ready like the last two weeks that I booked them everybody back 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 back. So I didn't really have time to prep for. Each one adequately. It was just after I got done with one, it was just like, all right, I'm done with them. Now I gotta go to the next person and create a whole new presentation. So I did that all the way up until literally the day where I didn't have to do it. So, um, so, so what you're saying is you you prep before you start the meeting. You was already prepared for those meetings when you got there. right because I didn't want to waste their time because they are uh, business owners as well as I am, and I wanted to get right to it, right off the rip. So I wanted to show them. That I value what they do, and it's not just a money grab when you're working with Sear Productions. It's it's a it's a companionship, a partnership. I'm gonna take time and value what you gotta do, and I'm sure, and I I should expect the same thing when you working with it. Sound like you're passionate about it. Oh, I'm very passionate about it. That's what I'm talking about. Very passionate, but that's how I am. So I mean, yeah, you're a very passionate dude yeah, who's really. definitely been drinking Jim Bean today. Well. Oh. Know, we had. I just had to throw my my, my sponsor oh. in tonight. You know oh, I mean, yeah. they ain't paying me yet. Yeah. But they gonna pay me soon. Yes, we sir. drinking that Jim Bean Black, extra age bourbon. Extra age. Extra age. Well, how, how long is extra age? Is that like twenty five plus years? Uh, it might be older than me. I don't know. It might be older. I don't than think. I don't, but I think they age things fast. I think they age things in dog years. Ah. So Cause man. they use those barrels and shit. Could be. And, and, and charcoal. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be. I mean, they age these shit differently. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they ain't, they ain't waste 25 years on this one bottle. Possibly. That's a lot of time. It is a lot of time. Speaking of that, time, don't waste our time. Don't waste our time. Yes. 
Don't waste our time. That's, that's, that goes right into the topic of the day. Yes, sir. I was talking about Jim Beam because I was trying to figure out their production, uh, their system, yes. as it is, system to make these these things happen. Right. You know, what what did they put in place? Because it's distilleries everywhere for Jim Beam. Yes, Bean. it is. It's, yes, it is. It's, it's just distilleries everywhere. So we, so to, uh, so today we're talking about the value of time. Yes, putting systems in place to make your time valuable. Yes. So it, we're working on putting systems in place for our business right now, right? Yes. And we deal. We in the, like a service industry, right? Yes. We're in the service industry. <laughs> I apologize about that. I uh, lost focus for a minute. You know, Hollywood Jack, he he knew to this. Hollywood Jack always knew to this, but he true to this. We about to keep this thing rolling. Um, so this week's topic is value your time. You know, so anything you do, you should, you should value your time. You should you should make put up a price point on what your time is worth. Yes, that's just that's just something you got to do. Yes. Uh, Cause when you, cause that, cause your price, your value, the value on that time is gonna create your prices for your business. Yes. You know, so people may say you overpriced for a lot of shit. They just, they, they are gonna say it. Yes. Because, but they're not thinking about the whole concept of what's going on. Yes. How much work you gotta put in? How much travel time you gotta put in for the little shit you do? Yes. I'm a mobile therapist. How much time does it take me to come see you? Mm-hmm. Set up. Do your do your treatment, however long it is, and then leave, and then go to my next client. In between that time frame, it's probably an hour that's not being counted mm-hmm. that you don't see. So if you late five to ten minutes, if I'm late five to ten minutes, first of all, I'm make up that time. I'm, I'm usually never late. Mm-hmm. I say usually because I live in Florida and accidents happen. Yes. Accidents happen all this fucking time. Like you, you, you can't predict that. You can't. If it rains outside, I leave my house a half hour early mm-hmm. because people can't drive in fucking rain. And I used to drive in snow. I, I drove in a blizzard one time. Uh huh. With a windshield wiper, didn't work. My homeboy was sitting outside, brushing the windshield wiper back and forth. Real shit. It's Hollywood Jack story time. Yeah, Hollywood Jack getting in it. It is. Hollywood Jack is really getting into Dude, it. Dude, this was really the shit that happened. But people can't drive. If it rained for five minutes, it's a 20-car pileup in Florida. Right. That shit doesn't make sense. Not at all. But I value my time, so now I'm here, and I want everybody to be in, be considerate to the fact that I'm coming for a purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this for a purpose. Mm-hmm. I want to bring you the best product in the time frame that I can, that you provide that you provide for me, not right. that I provide for you. Because you shouldn't worry about the extra stuff. I just want you to value my time to va- to make your time quantitative to qualitative. I don't think those real words, but I made them up. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Smith. Those ain't real words. Let's get it. Oh man, Hollywood Jack, it's it's a pleasure having you on the podcast for the first time. I know, on first. episode nine, I pre I definitely appreciate that. Cause I next week, that. next week podcast gonna be so 
Are you com- are you coming back for next week's podcast? I don't know. It's too many. It's too many guests. Oh man. Well, we'll get we'll get back into the guests later on. Right. So, um, for me, uh, about the value value the time. Um, I'm gonna take it a little step further than what uh, Hollywood Jack didn't uh, express, but um, I would say uh, it's more of when it comes to appointments and meeting with clients or uh, or just doing anything of that nature. Um, if I set a date and I tell you, hey, I'm free at five or th- or two or whatever, and we both agree to it and we send in calendar invites to each other with multiple reminders and you still somehow are late, that's a problem with me. Is it? Yes. I understand, bro. That's a, that's a problem because I booked that time off. So you did that follow-up? Yeah. Well, yeah. I always I will always ask somebody a day before, be like, hey, are we still good for the meeting, whatever that time is? Because it just gives them a heads up, at least 24 hours in advance, like, oh, yeah, I got to meet with this person. Do I have any changes that I need to make, X, Y, and Z? So, um, so yeah, just just when it comes to that, uh, I'm really big on that. Are people even showing up on time? Like you said, I try to, for almost every meeting that I try to have, I try to show up at least like 15 to 30 minutes early. Uh, if I do show up in that time frame, I normally sit in the parking lot, get prepped uh, and stuff like that. And then I come in and um, do my presentation or whatever it is that I'm here for. So what is your consideration for people being late? Like, like so do you have a five-minute gap or a 15-minute gap, 20-minute gap? Like, if nobody, like, so somebody, if a client shows up late for you or if you show mm-hmm. up and a client's not ready, and, and so say, just say your appointment's at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. 3.05, are you leaving or are you making a phone call? Well, at, um, if it's the, if it's 3.05, and I haven't heard from that person or anything like that, and I'm at the location, then I'll definitely give I'll definitely give them a call, shoot them a text, see if something happened. Because like you said, it's a lot of traffic that happens down here and people and stuff, and life happens. I definitely get it. Um, but I say after a 15-minute window, I'm out pretty much. Without notification saying that, hey, it might be a little bit longer than that, I'm out because that is, that's a lot of time right there wasted that could have been productive somewhere else. Right. For me personally. Like I said, I understand that people run late, but if you know that you're going to be running late or something happens, just reach out to me. Uh, there's too there's too much technology out here for you not to be able to get to somebody at once uh, through some type of media. For me personally, um, it's 15 minutes. I, I, only because that's what we, we're taught Mm-hmm. In the industry, um, so we give people a fifteen minute window, cause that fifteen minute you still so it's up to you to cut their time if you want if you want to keep keep going with their time and you want they show fifteen minutes late you want to do the whole hour still, mm-hmm. that's on you, right? But if they show fifteen minutes late and you got you got a day you got a busy day you or or you or you got a policy that says. Your time will be cut. I cut that shit immediately. I have clients sometimes. Um, I used to have clients. I don't have them no more. I have clients that showed up a half hour late. But they already prepaid, prepaid, so I don't really care. But they already they showed up a uh, half hour late. Tell me, can they still get in? They sure, but you only get a half hour. Right. I got to move on. 
So it's a, it's a different it's a different mind. Depending on what industry you're in, I like when I when I when I deal with clients, I deal with clients on a personal level. So I already I, I feel out their mentality, even mm-hmm. as a new client. I I, I know where they where they coming from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to just come to me one time a month. You gonna come one time a month, but you gonna be on time, or we gonna have to figure out what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's where cancellation policies come into play. Yeah, that will come late policies coming into play. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that come on on a corporate level that you deal with that I try to venture off from because I want to make things more. Part I understand things happen, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't really put it on you if it's if it's your first time. But if you do this on the fifth time, I just know this is your character, so you just need to pay me extra time. Right. Yeah. And, and let it right. Yeah. And then from a, like I said, from an entrepreneur standpoint, how this definitely ties in is because uh, time is money for you. Um, and if you, especially if you go into somebody's uh, establishment and you're doing either B2B or, B2, or if you uh, have to deal with consumers, B2C, it's just like let everybody know. What your what your policy is when it comes to cancellations or going to be late and this and this and that, it so they know up front. It's like, hey, we're gonna move on because that could have been a time that you could have been working on a pitch that we talked about, okay. or uh, setting plan. your budget for the for that next month or that any other marketing right thing that we had going on that day. It right. just it just it just respect the people's time. Like, yeah. the value that you got to respect, that you got to put in your head anytime. Like, so anytime I go somewhere, I always respect people's time. Mm-hmm. That's why whenever I go to a restaurant, I tip. Because mm-hmm. your time that you're giving me, it's not, it's like, you're giving me the quality of the performance I need for your job, but you mm-hmm. also give me your time. It's your time you could spend, you could, that extra second you came to check on me and gave me, gave me water, right. you could have picked up another table. Yeah, you could have picked up another guest. Yeah, you could have did all this other stuff, but it's that time that you put, that you're willing to put in into every individual person that makes that makes you the great person you are, right. and you deserve what you get. So let me ask you this: uh, What is? Give me two stories. One story being on the one side of the spectrum that where a client did not value your time, and then the second one is when a client or some or somebody that you work with did value your time. So I'm gonna start I always start with the good. Uh-huh. So I have I have a lot of good stories. Uh-huh. All, all my uh, a lot of my clients value my time. So if they're late to anything or they they have a situation because I build a relationship with my clients. So if they have something going on, say we, we schedule for two hours. Uh-huh. It's just happening. Like we were scheduled for two hours on massage, right? Um, I got there. They only had. I got to the front door. They only had time for one. Like, well, listen. Some had, some came up. I'm gonna pay you for both hours. I'm charge charge me for both hours. Mm-hmm. But we only got time for hours. Some came. Some happened. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. That's why you got to build that relationship up. You know what I'm saying? And then I have a client that I have clients. Other clients who just they don't value my time, so I, so you get I got I got the mindset to understand what they're doing. So right. I I, I read my, cause I all because no matter if you are 
good client, bad client, middle client, whatever, you still my client. I treat you the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, she always showed up 15 minutes late. Jesus. He always showed up 15 minutes late. It's two, it's two different clients. They, are, they always show up 15 minutes late. So I just started coming 15 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how that worked out. It got it got to the point where they they started to show because you got to train your clients. Right. You got you have to train your clients. Like right. you, you, that's one thing you have to do in business. Like you can't just let them walk over. You got to let them know what you stand for. Right. You got to let them know what you do. Mm-hmm. You got to let them know how things work out if things don't go the way they plan. Mm-hmm. Right. So it kept showing up 15 minutes late. So I started showing up 15 minutes late. Mm. Right. So and it, but before I showed the fifteen minutes late, I told him about. it. I was like, "Listen, you never on time. This is the problem, <laughs> right?" So you so you make that you make that vocal. So you gotta be you have to be comfortable enough. Just like asking people for money, mm-hmm. you gotta be comfortable enough to tell your clients it's a problem. Yes. If you let them do, if you let them get away with it every single time, they were like, "Well, I'm fifteen minutes late. He's still gonna give me my hour." Yep. I'm a half hour late, so what? He ain't got shit else to do. Yeah. He's still in my hour. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. But you gotta put a value on that time. You gotta make them understand, like, listen, I don't I don't have to come here. Right. Not at all. I don't have to, I don't have to do anything the stuff I do. If I lose you, mm-hmm. yes, it's gonna hurt me. Right. But it's gonna hurt you more. Fact. <laughs> It's gonna hurt you more. It's gonna, it's, but it's, but you have, but it's not like I'm bragging to him. It's just like I want you to understand our relation, our dynamic. Mm-hmm. You're not in, you're in control of the transaction, but you're not in control of what's going on. Like so, if you really, if you really want to work with me, you have to make, you have to act accordingly, to, to right. say the least, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm giving you all this leeway, and you can't take advantage of all of it. Mm-hmm. Just give you a little bit. I'm giving you, I'm giving you a little room to grow. You either grow that way to the left, and that's a bad. That's always the left side decimals all. No. The right side decimals all the wrong way to go. Decimal point. Fact. That's facts. I messed that up. But the negative. I was saying left because I'm right handed. Don't worry I, about it. I got you. Right. <laughs> but if you always, if you always in a negative, how you gonna build yourself back up? That is true. What's the chopping block? Do you yeah. want to be on a chopping block? So I explain this stuff to my clients because I value my I value my clients' time. And I value my time. So I don't want to waste nobody's time on either side of the, either side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. But we gotta come to a common ground. Life life happens. But life draw, draw that line. Draw, you yeah, you gotta draw that. Life happens, but life don't happen every day. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> like, not every day. Not not that bad every day. You, yeah, you can't be late every day. Right. There's always something, man. But yeah, for, for me, um, I had uh, either potential clients or the clients that are right now, they definitely always uh, give me a heads up, uh, reminded me of, of our, our meetings and stuff like that, and they will show up early where we can get the meeting in about... 10 minutes uh, early prior to uh, what we scheduled. And those are awesome. Those mm-hmm. are awesome. And mm-hmm. they just they just work out well. And then you be like, oh, man, I planned on having this meet for 30 minutes. But it really, in all actuality, it's only 15. I can go do this, this, and this real quick. And then head to the next appointment. Um, 
But then on the other end, um, you know, you got those clients that really don't value your time and stuff like that. Um, and, I, and I can tell the story behind that. Had a situation where um, I was creating um, some uh, graphic art for uh, some people and stuff like that. And they went on ahead and we agreed to terms and conditions, signed the contract and stuff like that. It'd be like a 90-day project window and stuff like that. So send them off. They signed it. Um, brought it back to me and I was like, all right, get started. So, um, I got started and all of a sudden we had to stop it for three months and I told him, like, look, it's a, it's a 90, 90 day gap, which I want to do with that. Either you got to pay some more or we're going to work with it. So, uh, we was able to negotiate a little bit to where the point where we'd be like, all right, I'll do this for you in substitute of that. So it actually worked out where, um, they kind of value my time, but at the end of the day, they didn't honor what they uh, had signed. So it was it was one of those things. It was just one of those things. So it was it was all good. I'm glad we uh, situated that little. Did you have a previous relationship with these people before you? Yeah, I had a previous relationship with them, uh, and still to to this day, um, it was just you know, it, it was a lot of stuff. I like I said, I cut it a little short, but it was a lot of stuff leading up to. That that one point where I was just like, okay, now you're gonna stop the whole project, and then they wasn't trying to compensate me for what I did, and then we just, yeah, yeah, it, it happens but that we way. We ironed it out though. Yeah, like in my industry, like you know, we we reach a certain point where the mentee becomes the mentor, mm-hmm. and then the mentor becomes the mentee. It's like, cause mentors never want to really just say, you know, you got. It. Right. They, they want to keep you on the stream. They want to let mm-hmm. you know, like so. That's not what my and and people always ask me what direction that I want to go in for my uh for the podcast for my business for life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always gonna be both. Period. I'm always gonna be both because at the mentor, somebody come in and follow up on me. Right. But they don't have to be in my industry for me to be a mentor to them. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling them it's a system at work. If you if you follow this structure, we get it. We got it. Right? Yep. As a mentee, I, I'm always learning. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm new to the area. Yes. I'm new to the area. I'm trying, and, I, and I, as a mentee, I'm trying to skip steps. Yeah. I'm trying can't to, do I, that. I, I, can't, I can't, no matter how hard I try. I can't skip the steps. I'm, I'm jealous. Of, I get jealous of people. I never, I, ne- I, I never, I never really admitted to this, but I get jealous of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I get jealous of their success, but I gotta look at their success because I gotta look at their pattern. Right. If you don't look at the pattern, you can't understand reality. And reality is that they took, time they took the time to do it, and they and they put themselves in the position to make themselves great. It's that one yes they got yep. that made them the best. But how did they get that one yes? By how, and, and, and then how? The time. Then how do they follow up on it? Yes, we are. We since we doing doing it for nine weeks. Every every week, I tell y'all, my follow up sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, I'm getting better. By episode ten, I'll be good. It's all good. It's all good. Probably by episode thirty, I'll be I'll be yeah. a pro. But right now, like my my follow up, like I could be I I go out to events and I kill it. Yeah, I mean, I talk to them people again for two or three weeks. Yeah, but why? Why? Why did I do that? 
Cause I, cause, cause you rely on it, cause you I took that, because I took that shortcut in. Yeah. So you don't really have the relationship with the people who's in charge. Mm-hmm. You just have the relationship with the people you made that shortcut with. We got to make it. We, we as business owners and uh, entrepreneurship, our entrepreneurs, potential entrepreneurs, have to start taking that shortcut and be like, listen, how did they do it at the top? How did they figure it out mm-hmm. without the buddy system? Because it is, it is a buddy system, but you know what I'm saying. So, but once you get into where you gotta be, if you don't, if you don't follow up, you don't value everybody's time. Like, so I had a time frame to get it done. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it done. Yeah, right. It'd be like that sometimes. And and I, then, even to uh, add on to your point about with the mentor, uh, and that's why the mentors cost. Uh, what they charge you know some people get complain about having a mentor and complain about the charges because the struggles that they went to the time that they invested that's what you're paying for you're paying for all that time that they had to give you this information so you won't make the same mistake and end up wasting your time so i just wanted to let people know that um you know that's why coaches and all of them they they ask about 300 dollars an hour or 500 or 600 because they wanted to be who they are if they didn't sacrifice that time and education that they wanted to do. So that's my little intake on that. I so. feel you, brother. But what, let, before, let me get before we end this topic. Uh huh. Let me get the quarter of the week. Oh man, I feel like I feel like this quarter of the week gonna be right on task. It's gonna be right on task, man. Time you enjoy wasting, it's not wasted time. Boom. Oh. Break it down. There it is. Your hobby <laughs> will always make you money. Fact. <laughs> <Back. laughs> <sighs> Y'all, welcome back. It's Hollywood Jack. Sorry about the brief commercial break. You know, that spot was, was saved for our sponsor. But fuck it. They ain't paid us yet. So we got to keep this shit rolling. We just had to give them a pause for the call. Let them know that we got transitions in this bitch. Mm-hmm. It's Hollywood Jack, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, we got to do this shit. Me, me and Smitty and motherfucker, Mr. Stephen Smith is left. It's just me. It's just Hollywood Jack and Smitty. So we about to get on the shit to talk about the shit. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk yes. about Farrakhan being kicked off Facebook like anybody gave a fuck because... I didn't even know Farrakhan was on Facebook. Did you know Farrakhan? I did. I did. That's uh, That's a sensitive subject for people. Yeah. You know, so why did he get kicked off, but Donald Trump could still tweet? Trying to figure that shit out, but we're not going to go there because, you know, we never going to be politically correct. All right. And then we got the... the, uh, we got uh, the playoffs still going on. Playoffs still going on. Shit, the Bucks shout looking real good right now. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, but shout, shout out to the 76ers. They doing their thing. They about to smack whoever they play. Yeah, they playing Boston. And it's... Uh, it's like well, they won one. They tied up. Yeah, it might be two. I think it might be two one. No, it's one one. It's one one. It's okay. game three today. And last time I checked, I think... Uh, now, Boston's play tonight. Okay, yeah. So they uh, they having a good series right there. I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from the uh, 76ers. They can't stop. They can't stop Jimmy Butler. I thought I thought Jimmy Butler was the problem. Yeah, but you know all that all that ceases to exist when you win it, man. 
When well, you run into all those problems, just get oh, paid to So you're trying to say, I'm just trying to figure out what, what Timber, Timberwolves was doing. Well, I they mean. They had young talent, right? Yeah, they had young talent. Jamie was like, hey. I can beat the, the whole man. starting five. I can beat the whole starting five with. The, the, the backups. Yeah, the, the backup of the backups. The guys that don't really get in. Right. So, it's, you know, he had to show, he had to flex. He had to say, value my time. Yeah, he had value his time, and then, bam. Boom. Uh, now his time, his playoff time for him. Playoff time, so, extra, that, that, that extra capital. That extra capital for him, so he then he made it happen. So I'm, I I'm really nice. When I'm, I'm really glad of uh, what I'm seeing from the 76ers. So who you got? Who you got to win it all? I don't know. Go, Golden State looking still looking good to win it all, but you know what I'm saying they, uh, KD got to show up every day. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this the 76ers, they can give them a run for their money. You think the 76ers is going to make it to the finals over Boston? Is that I your, think so. Is that your player to the fame? I, I think so. I think I think. I like, so. I like the 76ers. It, only if Embiid is healthy. If Embiid is broken. Yeah, if Embiid go down, then that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Then I don't trust him. But if Embiid is doing his thing and he upright, I, I like them coming out of the. So you basically uh, saying these, you're gonna trust the process. I do trust the process, and it takes a five. It takes five years, five years to see see some progression. I think this might be year five, and they are definitely getting the uh, dividends on their sacrifices that they made uh, in those last five years. Right, right, right. Those draft picks. So I can feel it. Well, let's let's get to, let's get the uh, Facebook talking about. Uh, they they banned in Farrakhan. They they banned a couple other people. So I don't, I don't really. Yeah, I, I try. Alex Jones was I, one of them. I try to look at the other two people. It's a damn something. Yeah. And they uh, say they, they preaching hate speech. Yeah, hate, yeah, hate speech or some type of. But who are these people? I I know Farrakhan. Or... I think they just do Farrakhan in the loop just so they have a black guy on the board. Well, yeah. Well, um, it all goes back to like. I think it was like last year when Alex Jones, who is a super conservative. Uh, talk show host. I I listened to a couple of his um, his topics on his show on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, but he just says, you know, some very over the over the top left conservative things, which is which Facebook considers uh, dangerous voices, and they ban the people that have dangerous voices. Basically, saying that hey, these people can rile up some people to do some type of terrorist. But I fair kind of one of those guys. He's been around for a long. He's been around before Facebook, right? Yeah, he's been around. He's been around for a long time. Farrakhan has been around for a long time, but you know, he still is a threat to society because. But what did teaching. he say though? It's not about. It's what he's teaching. Is what he's teaching the people. And what how is to, he teaching how to people? Though? Well, he's teaching people about finance. He teaching them how to build within. The black community. Um, he's teaching them unity within uh, man to man or f- from man to woman. Um, you know, it's not, I don't agree with everything he say. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, majority of it is uh, pretty, pretty deep. But why? But so I I looked up these other. Two. I I'm lying to you. I looked up to these other two people. Uh, I'm like. They all of the people they talking about Farrakhan. The only thing they talking about is Farrakhan was a far right. How is Farrakhan a far right when all he said was pick yourself up by your bootstraps and make your 
not don't not, I don't pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Figure out the material that your bootstraps made from and make your own bootstraps. Right. That's all he ever said. Like he said yes. some other radical stuff. He's been around a long ass time. Yeah, yes. You been around with Malcolm X. You been around some civil movies, civil, yeah. civil rights movement. He, he survived. He one of the few people who survived it all. Yeah. So, uh, my, like I said, uh, my take on it is that he is creating a following. He's creating a tribe that of people that's really listening to him and following his ways. And, you know, uh, some people just really don't like Farrakhan. They don't they don't like the message that he's preaching because it's uplifting a certain type of people that that uh, that they don't want to be uplifted and they want to keep them in in mental slavery. But he is giving them the other option like, hey, you can do this Um, and certain powers that be are just not having it so they're they reaching out to their partner which is Facebook and saying hey you need to cut this man off I do so no, it was okay for somebody else to do it yeah but you know they, they pick and choose when you're on their type of platform I, I feel cause Facebook is a privately owned company so they ban whoever they want but did they ban What's that lady's name? Is it Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? Which one who, who just robbed Beyonce? Oh, that's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. He ain't banned her. Yeah, I mean, she put she she is she just she just all out just did plagiarism on all of Beyonce shit. Well, all she did yeah. was take a take a female take a, take all females and put mm-hmm. all dudes in the band. Yeah. Um. That that is what happened on the Billboard Awards. Um, I didn't personally watch it, but I saw I saw the uh, the highlights on through Twitter and stuff like that. And I mean, that type of stuff been going on forever. The copying of a uh, a black uh, act and stuff like that um, that white people have been using for a long time. I mean, the whole rock and roll and how. That's now predominantly white when it was started by African Americans. What's, um, what's that man's name? Who that started it? Uh, I'm not for sure. Chuck it might have been Chuck Berry. Yeah, Chuck Berry. I was say I'm not. Yeah, but who got credit for it? Not for sure. The Elvis Rolling Presley. Stone, or yeah, or Elvis. And we got uh, King of Rock and Roll. Yeah, so you know, it's uh, it, it's it's been happening, and that's why I tell people that it's so important to. Um, especially uh, African Americans and uh, people of color, that you got to start owning stuff and whatnot. Uh, because if you don't own stuff, they will take the stuff that you pseudo own and rip it and take it for themselves. So um, it's really, it really is a owned or be owned type of society. Um, people probably don't realize it, but at the end of the day, when it all boils down to it. It's owned or be owned. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, man. That's, uh, so that's why, uh, Mr., uh, the minister, uh, Farrakhan, in my opinion, uh, got taken off. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really care about Farrakhan being taken off Facebook. I never follow him on Facebook anywhere. Then that's fine. I that's follow him on Instagram. But, which is the fact that 
they making a big deal about it. You know, media will make social social media media will make a big deal out of anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they will try to hide the fact that three beautiful black women for the first time in America's history, Miss Teen USA, Miss USA, and Miss Universe, all black women. So they, they they had to throw fair kind of mix so you stop talking about these black women doing great things. Well, you know, we always talk about black women around the world. Right. So is that just solidify that they run in the world because they all have won each level of the it, pageantry? It, it solidifies the fact that the government in America is so threatened by black excellence that they got to throw in Something when you got all this good news. Mm-hmm. Farrakhan ain't said nothing today that he ain't said for 20 to 30 years. Right? My daddy is, what, 55? I promise you, Farrakhan be talking that long. I think Farrakhan is like 147. He's he not that old, but close. Close, right? Close, very close. Still talking. Very close. Uh, He's been around a while. Yes, he has, a Mr. S. You just you just banning him for saying the same shit. It wasn't until he started talking about Jesus that people started getting weird about him. Nah, it's because that Facebook is under a lot of pressure um, from the whole Russia scandal and when Trump got elected and how uh, their platform was hacked by other people and and uh, like getting a lot of the. Uh, you might not ban Trump. Well, it all you gotta follow the money. Oh my! According to him, he ain't got none. Nah, you gotta follow the money. Who who you run with? They not gonna do that. It's the president of the United States. Right. They not they not gonna do that. It's too much. It's too much at stake to put to put the embarrassment on the president like that for Facebook. They already in enough heat with Congress already. They don't need to uh, poke that bear. They nah, they don't need to. They don't need to. They don't need to. Cause they already in, in enough smoke. They already uh, been to Congress before and talking and with the um, privacy of uh, data being breached. They don't. They don't need to ban the president. That's not a smart move on their part. You're right. I'm not alone. You're right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm making a lot of sense. It's a business sense. It is. Because they value their time. They are. I don't want to spend too much time on situations people don't forget about next week. Right. They definitely don't. They definitely don't. But uh, one thing I do want to say, uh, did you get a chance to watch any of the Avengers or Game of Thrones? You know. Highly anticipated episodes and movies. I heard it was some great fights. Right. Heard some great fights, great songs. I also heard from an unbiased standpoint. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody try to try to sacrifice, put me up on the on the stake for this. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones overrated, and Endgame was worse than Captain Marvel, and I fell asleep on Captain Marvel four times. That's what your source said. A few of my sources said it wasn't just one person. It wasn't just one person. 
Well, I can tell you now from a Game of Thrones perspective that that person is a liar. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones is definitely intense. Um, it's great storytelling. It's so many storylines uh, that they got to all close up within six episodes, which is insane. Um, is it six? Yeah, there's only six this uh, this season. Um the cinematography, the graphic design uh, in this last episode was amazing. The storytelling was amazing because it had it made you think like, oh, wow, these characters that we've been building up really do have to work with each other to make this thing happen. Because individually, they they was looking weak, and that was the first time I was seeing a lot of the armies that were fighting look actually weak and helpless and it was insane so um, no Game of Thrones is not overrated at all um, it's a good show um, and I encourage everybody to check it out it can be dry at times but just check it just check it out who is the arena girl or Ariana or whatever the girl oh Arya Arya. Arya, yes, Arya. Girl, she she the shit. She like the new China. Arya is she been bad? She been bad. Uh, and everybody knew this back in like season one. Um, but she has slowly improved her skills through her journey, um, and learning new skills to the point where she was always ready for to take action. And it was a moment in the episode where Arya had to take action a couple times in there, but and she was only able to do that through her skill, through her skill sets that she learned over the over the eight seasons period to get her prepared for this moment when she really needed it. Um, so that was that was awesome. That was that was awesome. So yeah, uh, Arya, she is. Whatever you've seen in the memes, that's what she is. Gangsta, gangsta, huh? Yes. Yeah, she's harder than uh, Raz B, huh? Yes, very, very harder than uh, Raz B. Uh, very much harder than Raz B. It's, um, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, Arya is that. It's, she dope. She dope. So if you want to so go check her out. So Raz B was talking Ariana. Ari. Yeah. Her name? You say Ariana? No. What's her name? Uh, Aria? No, no, Aria. 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 So, I, I, Rad B was trying to tell Aria. Rad B already be six feet up? Yes. Huh. Easily. Mm-hmm. Without, not, without even swiping. First off, I, if you even get a chance to even swipe at her neck, it would, it would be awesome. It, it would be awesome. If he had a chance to even swipe towards her neck. Without him killing, without him being killed by her. Okay, I feel like that's what that's what that is. So yeah. And you know we are on the ninth episode, right? We are on the ninth episode. That's why Hollywood Jack had to step in for Massage Guy today because Massage Guy was still sending emails. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So, who you think should be the king of the castle? We talking about Game of Thrones? Are you on Hollywood Jack's side? Oh, you're on massage guy's side. Well, I, I don't really know who 
Hollywood Jack, so I'm definitely going with the massage guy. Oh, so you just you just you just side with the person you know. Yeah, I, I'm going side with the person I know. Uh, this Hollywood Jack character just came about two three weeks ago. I don't know that fool. Um, so yeah, you actually gotta have eight seasons. Yeah, you gotta have eight seasons. You gotta do some something cool, something cool, and you gotta and you gotta um, invest fifteen million in, in just one episode. I got it. I got. It. I, I, I can feel that. Feel that. But, but you know, speaking of fifteen million dollars, how you think NBA gonna last without LeBron James in the playoffs? They it will still last. It was still last. This season seemed a little boring. The only story to tell is is, is the the Warriors and Houston. You know, that shit done. And Damian Lillard. But nobody cares about the East. Still. Nobody cares when LeBron James was there. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Who? Yeah, they did. Who Everybody. Cared? Nobody Everybody. Because they was wondering, seeing if LeBron was going to make it back to the championship. How? I, I commend. How, how was that? How was that even a, a factor in the East? Look, listen. Listen. I commend LeBron for going to the finals that many times. Salute to you, sir. Salute. To, Sa- salute. Play, but Going to the playoffs that many times. But salute. they said that this L.A. team is better than the Cleveland team in last year, though. That Cleveland team last year was terrible. No, because all those players who left the Cleveland team were balling, and they in the playoffs. That Cleveland team last year. It wasn't. Was how, how's the team? How, we just did a pass the ball episode. How's the team terrible if LeBron didn't carry the team? He carried that team. When? In the playoffs? He, car- he carried that team all the way to how the How many finals. points did he have? I don't know exactly how many Is points he had. Did he average more than 35? No. Okay. That and they, 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 they team average more. That average that the team average the, the team average more than 110 points a game. What are you talking about? And how many games did they win in the finals? Last year, zero. Yes. Okay. The year before that, one. The year before that, they won. The year okay. before that, three. Okay, and then the first year that LeBron took a Cleveland team there, they won one game. And, and fired that the used to, and that that LeBron team was the worst. That was out the of all, best. That best team they had. What are you talking about? All right. You had a young. You had a. You had a young. What's on the docket? You talking crazy now? What you mean? What's oh, on so the you from Ohio? So you don't like talking LeBron? I forgot. No the, what's on the docket? Because that don't make remotely any sense. It does. The first team. He, the first team he took. The the very the first, very first team. The, the very first team was the worst team. LeBron had outside of last year's team. I only won fifty two games. You must then you did you watch any I did. Other they, games? They, they did they won fifty two games. They won fifty two so? games. Okay. Then fifty two games. Them. And he that was the team you talking about was the first time he made it to the playoffs. He willed them the to first win. time he made out of the first round. He willed them to the championship. The first time he made out of the first round. He willed them to the championship. As a team effort, he, you said he did about so basically you said he did it by himself. Yes he did. No, he did. Did he score fifty points? Bro, I don't know. Did he score forty points? I don't know the exact stats. He never You he, don't even know the you don't even know the stat line that he had. I know in LeBron James I mean, whole career. Game three? What the first season? Yeah, I mean forty-two. He had, he had forty-two, huh? What was his field goal percentage? Thirty-five. Thirty-five, huh? So I'm going. Oh, how many shots? I don't know. Yeah, shut the hell up. But I'm saying <laughs> it. He's it wasn't. So you give him credit. What credit is not due? 
can't just give him all the credit. Okay, what did what you gonna give him? He was the star on the team. Yeah, I give him that. But he wasn't the main reason why they got it. It was a team effort. Oh, okay. Fifty-two wins don't come easy in NBA, especially if you don't have an all-star scoring sixty or fifty or forty okay. a game. Who who sco- who averaged those who averaged those numbers per game? Who averaged forty fucking points per game? When they counted, LeBron. I mean, not LeBron, not LeBron. Sorry, Jordan, Kobe, Ivo. Dwight. They did not. They did not average forty points. When they counted, yeah, it did. Bro, what do you mean when they counted? Every game supposed to count because they won fifty two, and so every game counts. No, Jordan was the greatest scorer on his team, greatest defensive player on his team, greatest okay. one player on his team, with all stars around him. It wasn't just it wasn't just a bunch of bums. It was all stars around him. Who was all the all stars? You got Tony Kuko. That's, I'm talking from the bottom. Tony Kukos, Lou Longley. Steve, Luke Longley. Luke Longley. He was. He, 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 Luke Longley was, was the all star. He, he was an all star all those years. No. Okay. He only won two championships. One. Two championships. And yeah, Tony Kukos, Kukos made it probably twice or three times, m- most. And he won six. What are you talking about? Why, why? The only person, who, the only person who did through all of them was uh, Scottie Pippen. And Phil Jackson, they're the only players there, all six of them. What you, so none of them, uh, Steve Kerr was the all-star. Ron Harper was the all-star. Dennis Rodman was the all-star. They had an old all-star team. LeBron James did it with a bunch of role players, but in the East and lost. Jordan was in the East. But the East was tougher then. Was they? Better, definitely better. The, the Indiana Pacers would take the Indiana Pacers would take every team LeBron James faced. Every team LeBron James, if Reggie Miller, Indiana Pacers would take any team LeBron James ever had in the East. Side. Every team. Okay. You don't believe that? That's your opinion, man. I'm asking. That's that's your opinion. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out who's gonna guard LeBron on that Pacers team. You don't really have to guard LeBron. LeBron's not okay. a dominant player like that. He's he's a pass. All right, what's on the docket? He's a pass first. What's the next on the docket? Is he a, a, what's next on the docket? Not, he, I'm just saying. What's next on the docket? <laughs> and talk about like the playoffs. We, we gonna wrap this up. Are we wrapping it up? Yeah, yeah we wrapping because you call, you talking crazy and you well, letting I mean, that drink you letting that drink sit in to you right now. I'm not hard. letting no drinks in. I'm asking you a question. This Thank is, you for tuning in. Yeah, you cut me we off. We appreciate y'all. Uh, yeah, my co-host is how, on some other stuff. This is how Ohio gets when you talk about LeBron. Uh, I guess. I guess. You upset for real. We want to thank you, you guys. The whole episode. We want to thank uh, Damn, our sponsor, Mr. Jim Bean, today, especially Blend. We still got time I to appreciate talk. it. Uh, thank you to we my co-host. We just talking about LeBron. I appreciate you, sir, Damn. for coming on the podcast. This, this has been episode nine. And then we this will see crazy. y'all next week, episode 10. We're going to be officially recording, hopefully, if we get everything together. We, we already got guys. everything together. We're going to be at Barber's Lounge of OB, uh, Orange Blossom Trail next week, 10 p.m. We're going to be in there. Um, we're going to invite some special guests. We, we got here. special guests already. We're going to bring up old guests. We're going to have a good, good time next week. Um, sorry, my partner cut y'all off. You know, it's we all have, good. We all good. It's Friday night. We're having a good time. I hope y'all had a good time. And pay attention next week. We're going to have a great time. All Peace. right. See ya.